Because he's also a very masculine person. You get to find that out as you dig deeper into Daddy Jimin. Yeah. If you don't know, you'll learn. You will. Jimin's daddy. Yes. (laughs) See, this is what makes people uncomfortable. Why can't I just say this? This is the truth, though. This is the truth. So I am going to tell the people listening and everybody else, which is still zero, because zero times a number still equals zero. Welcome. Math. Math. Welcome. Math. <laughs> no, actually, math can go home, because today we talking about K-pop. Hey. Welcome to the Kiana Korea podcast now that is the know-it-all not at all korea podcast in which we are brutally honest about the fact that we think we know a lot but we know very little and we are here to learn (laughs) welcome i'm sebastian i'm danny i'm sasha and we are going to go on this journey together because this is the inaugural number one very first episode of kia not korea and we are so excited to be here Thank you for joining us. I'm the one that's talking a lot, but that's just because the other people- He knows other, what's going on. The other two are just like, yeah, eventually we're going to get to a part where I want to talk about what we're talking about. I'm not talking because I have hard candy in my mouth. <laughs> She's eating. <laughs> and that's what we're all about, people. This is literally the whole- No, I'm just kidding. So what we actually are going to talk about today, because it's the first podcast, is why, what, and who? So what we're going to start with, why? Why? Because we simply love everything about Korean culture and K-pop. Yeah. We are all infatuated. We are all to different levels of immersion. Mm -hmm. And we really thought, like, what's the best way to force ourselves to learn lots about K-pop, even though we really shouldn't spend all this time learning about K-pop? Hmm. This is really just a justification yeah, which is of our obsession. Justifying spending more time in the K-pop rabbit hole. But guess what? We are not upset. Because down this rabbit hole, you meet us. Three unexpecting, unsupposing K-pop fans. Right. Who are all at three very separate levels of K-pop immersion. Yeah. So what we're going to talk about today is... The youngest member, or to those of you in the know, the Makne. Yeah. Wait, are there girl Maknes? I think there are. I think I've seen girls be called Maknes before. Oh, no. Correct me yes. in the comments if I'm wrong. But she's the Makne of the group. So we're going to kind of talk about her introduction to K-pop and therefore also our little pieces of our K-pop stories because we were also there and we were also very immersed. I also think that... In doing this, we are going to grow as K-pop fans. We are going to grow as a K-pop community. And honestly, I'm really excited yeah. to hear like the K-pop out there that exists that I have never heard of or just no one's ever introduced to me. So this is me putting myself out there. Yo, show me some K-pop. I want all the K-pop. Dude, show me some K-pop. <laughs> literally same. 
because I didn't even listen to K-pop before this whole experience took place. Like I was heavy into John Mayer, Zach Brown band, but basically that's just because of people in my life. I'm the type of person <laughs> to listen to music that other people like. Like my dad was a big John Mayer fan. And then this boy that I liked in high school was a big Zach Brown band fan, you know? So I tend to pick up uh, things from people that I'm around. And I remember um, literally having no information and then Sasha educating me in the best way possible through like music videos and music. Um, and I remember, I don't know if you guys will remember this too, but uh, the music video for Idol by BTS um, was super colorful. Uh, their like it outfits was. were super interesting to look at and we're watching it. And I don't know what they're saying, which is fine because the music is awesome to listen to. And Sasha was explaining the meaning of that song and saying how like they were getting a lot. BTS, the group, had been getting a lot of criticism at the time because they were uh, like trying to be a K-pop group. They're trying to be a boy group and like they were. This was basically their clapback of saying to all their haters like. I know what I am. I know what I want. I ain't never going to change. Like, I don't care about and your I, opinion. And I already know, dude. People are going to come at it just because, obviously, BTS being the biggest group in the world, this is a uh, weird place for us to start because not all of us got our love of BTS or love of K-pop from BTS. But... right. That's okay. It would be a, and if you're a K-pop fan, you gotta know this in your heart. It'd be a travesty not to at least mention BTS in w why we love K-pop so much. They are a really good example to to me at least, and I'm sure to to my co. They're a good embodiment of what K-pop is at least currently. Absolutely, right. like the good of it, you know, like yeah. the hardworking, the passion. The writing music because you love music. And I know K-pop gets a really bad rap just because for a long time people looked at it as like factory machine made music. Mm -hmm. And there is an element of it there, but that also doesn't mean people don't work hard. It also doesn't mean people don't put their soul into what they do. And if you're a musician, I know you understand that all you want, no matter if you wrote the song or didn't, no matter all you want is for people to like your art. And the new stuff that comes out because of the way that they go about things is even better than the last album they put out. So for me, it's like, okay, my boys are putting out a new album. Like, I'm excited. But then because of their, like, work ethic, it's even better than I expected. I've never had a group <laughs> do that before. <laughs> Danny's first foray into uh, music that does get better and doesn't stay the same for 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you opened with John Mayer, so we can't like just let you skate by. Like, we're here to talk about K-pop. Yes. Like I used to listen to John Mayer, and I love was Taylor like, Swift. Everyone's like, your opinion matters zero. No. Right. <laughs> but I think that you do bring up a good point, though. That in loving BTS, you kind of, I think, universally as a K-pop fandom, you have this. Uh, understanding that K-pop is about more than just the music. And that's weird for people like me because I've always just been about the music. I used to be a douche. I'm sorry, this is family friendly. I used to be a real mean guy. 
when it came to like <laughs> pop music. I used to like, I couldn't get with it. But then you, BTS being this really good example of me really kind of enjoying the people to the point where it affects their art in a positive way. And Danny, when I remember specifically in the beginning being like, yo, you should check out BTS. And I was just like, uh, I was on my like, got seven train and whatever Sasha was showing me at the time, you know, all of that. And I was like, oh, BTS. I wasn't really into the, the boy groups, got seven being like my first like boy group that had the, the themes behind it, you know, the boyfriend kind of groups. And then Danny being like, yo, you got these, these boys, they're just, they're amazing. And I'm like, yo, what you're saying sounds weird. Like these boys are amazing. Like, yeah, they make good music, but what do you mean? And then you start to check out their like internet presence. And you that just, is the thing. You're yeah. like, what the hell, man? How did I not know these amazing people existed for the last five years? And that they're making music. You genuinely want to support those people because of the people that they are. And obviously there's some glit and glam to it. It's entertainment, you know. Right. But to post the videos on YouTube, like to see them cooking or going on trips or whatever really personifies what I think a lot of new K-pop uh, fans are going for, which is that love connection like you're watching these boys be a fucking literal family and they make music <laughs> yeah i will say part of the reason i'm drawn to k-pop is because of that intimacy so you kind of uh you feel like you know these people on a different level than maybe american celebrities so american celebrities you hear news about but it's never it never feels like it's something that's happening to your friend, right. you know, and you just really want to be there for them and kind of support them. And you hear a lot about their lives, you know, their personalities, their likes and dislikes, and you really get to know them. And then they're also releasing music. And <laughs> I found uh, that for K-pop, it was the first genre of music where I was eagerly awaiting the next album of like multiple groups I could uh, where I was just like when is their next release like what is going right. on because even like as a, a teenager listening like I listen to a lot of like more rock type music mm -hmm. um and I knew all like full discographies of my favorite bands but I didn't know anything about the people in the groups. Right. Their apart names. from their names yeah, right. and what they looked like. Right. And then also, like, I mean, when their next album dropped, I was like, okay, cool. I need to go, like, buy that at some point. But it was never like, okay, I am, like, I need waiting. It. I'm like, refreshing YouTube, waiting. Right. Be before <laughs> like, the years of streaming, when you had to actually go and get the music to, to hear right. yeah. I wasn't gonna like wait outside right. of Dude, FYE. Never in my life have I ever done that. For, even for groups that I love dearly. Freaking Incubus, Pearl Jam, these were huge for me. And I've never like anxiously waited their album or even listened to it on the day that it came out. Right. Same. I mean, right. Same. same. It's just because. So, yeah. Go ahead. It brings in, yeah, it just brings in a whole different level of 
like uh fandom and it's not yeah it's a level of connection where you know you feel you feel for these people on a deeper level than you do your average celebrity like they're killing it they're killing it on the empathy when uh map of the map of the soul persona came out and rm had a song by himself i lost my mind because i don't know much about uh the group but that was the first time that i'd heard rm have his own song and he killed it in and he's being deep you know he has a message that i relate to i mean i was going through it at the time that i found bts and i felt like uh i could relate to a lot of the things they said there is actually this one song they have answer love myself that uh hits hard at the chorus because it says uh you've shown me reasons that i have i should love myself and i don't know if they're talking to the fans they must be i don't know if they're talking to each other they must be because they act like a family but it could mean all of it and for me personally it made me feel like i should love myself just because of how genuine they were expressing themselves and like that got me through some things and i think that's huge for a fan to be able to like play that message on repeat which you did i listened to that song i felt moved i literally like played it again and again and again and uh you know what i mean like i slowly every single day was reminding myself that i should love myself i think a lot of people have that with bt and again this is kind of why we are even talking about them in this episode because it wasn't my first like bts was not my first k-pop group i know it wasn't sachelle's first k-pop group it brings to light why we're even doing this which is that k-pop has something special and something that i think that the rest of the world would would get behind if they were seeing it and bts is doing a great job bringing k-pop to the mainstream but i feel like we can all do our part in bringing in new people, bringing in people who walked away from K-pop because they didn't know what it was about and coming back because I think that a new age for K-pop is coming. But we, as people with all different levels of experience, get to have these different experiences moving into it. Like, I think that Danny's experience of kind of joining in probably, what, maybe a year ago from this, and then Sachelle's experience hearing about K-pop from... I don't even how many years ago. Like, just your first hearing about it was at least in, like, the early 2000s. This channel is going to kind of represent that when new people come in, like, the stages of how they're going to fall in love with K-pop, the reasons why we all we all did, and the reason BTS is even being brought up is that perfect example of our bros, like, literally, like, my, like I feel like my little brother's, are out there trying to make their dreams come true and they are like the biggest band in the world and you're constantly just like and this is me kind of explaining to people who don't get k-pop people always ask me like what the hell is about k-pop what do you love i'm literally watching people who i think are doing a positive thing for the world get popular that's so rare especially in america like it's hard to root for celebrities sometimes because you may like their music, but then like what they stand for and kind of what the, they portray, the image they portray wow. can be very not what you stand for. You know, like, no, I, yes, I love you, uh, the fact that Cardi B is really popular and she's really funny, but I don't really love watching my eight-year-old cousins walk around going, wow, 
<laughs> and like freaking Correct. doing Correct. splits and like yeah i can do a split and i'm like you shouldn't be trying that just yet but like it's part of the culture now because of i, I primarily music for a long time it, it's part of the culture so yeah imagine now we have this part of our culture from k-pop that promotes hard work like morals and like love and looking out for people next to you and around you i mean it's it's not flawless which we won't stay tuned it's definitely not we'll it's definitely not <laughs> what i will say is at least in regard to bts and like how danny said that she felt you know that she needed to love herself the fact that fact that you could even get that message even though the entire song apart from maybe that one line, <laughs> that one line is yeah. in korean <laughs> But yeah. that still, like, made an impact on you and stuck with you is something to be said about the genre as a whole. Like, they can, you can portray all different kinds of emotions across cultures. And that is what K-pop is doing, and it's beautiful. And even Korean Korean art in general is, is with Parasite winning a, uh, Oscar. Yeah, like Parasite, like that, amazing. Like, we're transcending this language barrier, which is... I, like what necessary one, right the number one thing i when i show people k-pop why they don't like it is they don't understand it i'm like why like read the lyrics then like do you read the lyrics to the songs you like like i'm not making fun of any kinds of music but there are some rap songs we'll call them out there that you have absolutely no idea what's being said but you get the vibe you get the feeling, mm -hmm. right? And then if you are they in English, right? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe somewhere in there, just a little bit. But you don't need to understand to feel it. And I definitely think that K-pop has changed a lot for me. Just understanding that, uh, yes, I don't understand what they're saying, but I feel what they're saying. And if I want to understand, I go look it up, dude. Because I can read, yeah. And then the <laughs> thing that blew my mind is, no, I didn't really need to understand what they were saying. But then when I looked it up, dude. Okay. <laughs> dude. Danny. <laughs> What's up? Black Swan by BTS is lyrical poetry. Like, once I actually even look into 100. what they're saying, I get something more out of it that I didn't have before. And it's not um, traditional rhyming that we need in, like, the English language or in American culture because they don't have to follow the same rhyming rules that our language has to follow. Absolutely. Like, hmm. just think about, like, the rhyming schemes because uh, we are all dipping our toes into the language at varying levels. And one, one thing I've kind of noticed about Hangul is just, like, a lot of the endings of words kind of end in vowel sounds that could be easily rhymed with each other. Rhymed or, together. Right. So it is kind of, like, almost a little easier to say something prolific in Korean because you can... And there's a lot of uh, liberty that uh, they give each other, too, with the language and songs specifically. So it's almost easier to get like a prolific meaning across because you can say these really deep things and they don't have to traditionally rhyme in the translation. They can just rhyme in the language that they're saying in. For uh, sure. Right? They talk about dying twice as a dancer because the first time you die is when you lose the ability to dance. That's gorgeous. I was like, yo, these boys are saying some real you stuff. You were like, 
<laughs> and they're 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 being honest about the experience that they're having because at that point they'd been trainees forever, they'd been uh, in the professional eye forever, and they probably were starting to feel some physical deterioration. Right. And instead of you know hiding well, that, they made a song about it that touched me in a beautiful yeah. artistic. I mean, way. we all we know there's certain certain members of certain groups that are. <laughs> Oh yes, we'll talk about taking it. care of their deterioration currently. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you want to find out who uh, all of our biases <laughs> is, stay tuned. One of these days, we'll tell you. <laughs> so I'm genuinely once I became a K-pop fan, like finding out other people, the reason other people's love, other people loved K-pop became an obsession of mine like i really enjoy hearing people discover k-pop for the first time it's probably one of my favorite things to watch is people being like what the fuck is this and then all of a sudden <laughs> it's watching them fall down the same hole that i fell down actually honestly introducing you guys was like the best part of my k-pop journey oh that's because so nice. you guys got so excited with me like <laughs> you guys were the first ones yes. to be like oh this and i was amazing. like really you guys are like this too this yes. Amazing. yes and honestly like uh when danny started getting into it i kind of knew that k-pop had something special because me and danny had very different musical tastes for all of our relationship like literally she'd be like oh mm -hmm. listen to this jason uh, jason mraz song and i was like it's i <laughs> it's i listen like, to this one republic not, bop right it's not bad but also like i'm listening to it just like mm, okay yeah at right. the time all i needed You're like music, this is generic pop all i needed was like one voice and one guitar <laughs> maybe a piano <laughs> sebastian's like i'm trying to listen to the bass i'm trying to listen to like the shaker in the background where no he's that? trying to listen to some talent right like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally and i'm not saying like one we're, again we're not throwing shade like people work hard no, to make their music no but the thing about it was that i didn't necessarily respect always why she would My like taste. a song well like why she would like a song she'd be like i love this song I'd be like why Cause she's like because it goes boom 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 i'm like oh it does the one it counts quarter notes that's okay again i used to be a snob don't judge me i, <laughs> I judge too many people you, you were a snob i was but it, it was were. because i genuinely had an ear for uh the best way to explain it hunger like i like to hear people's passion and i art really comes from that like place of suffering right like you when you hear people who are working their their is off for excuse my language i'll bleep that out when they're working their butts off to to get somewhere it just hits different it just feels different mm -hmm. the same is like with american artists like rappers who aren't necessarily super famous and then they come out with a song that you really like them not being famous is sometimes like a part of the appeal of the song because they're hungry you want them to win you right. want them to get famous and a part of korean culture that i think all of us resonated with because we've all done uh theater or music or any kind of art something that resonated with us is that even when idols make it to like the, that top level they still work hard they're still hungry they're still always like i can work harder i can do better i will be better and to me that was immediately appealing because you can hear it in the music you can hear them like i'm going my best i'm doing my best and i'm like Yo, yeah i can hear that <laughs> i also noticed that 
specifically for K-pop, and I don't know if this is true for other um, East Asian types of music, because right. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, but they put out so many songs. So many songs. That like, as an American, <laughs> yeah, as an American, people are like, like a band or a, a singer will release like one album, like, and then maybe like a year and a half later, another album. But right. no, no, nope. K pop is like three months later, we have a mini album, mini album. because, mini album. like, <laughs> because we weren't prepared for a full album, but bro, we got you, right? And then you have <laughs> you some know? groups that like just. They put out a mini album with their group, and then you got people in the group releasing mini albums solo, and then you got like subunits releasing mini albums. Yeah, like, the constant subunits gratification. Four. And then they're also doing things like variety shows, and yes. you're just like, so you still get to see them like active even when they're not like releasing music, music. right now. That is a huge <laughs> thing. That is a huge thing. The content that they put out, the level of content that k-pop mm. idols put out is just unmatched like it's literally unmatched, unmatched. dance practice version like live stage version you know uh the the music video isn't even the best one to be honest it's the one that they spent the most money on it's like the highest production of course but they'll do ones where the, everybody is in a line and i've heard the song relays before. they're yes. called relays oh yes. relays i love those i love a good dance practice video and then they get to perform at award ceremonies which i like love it's awesome i yeah i enjoy when they do like fan service videos like yes. where it's like dance practice but also they're like in a costume or yes. or being cute yeah. with their hearts <laughs> you know where they're like doing the dance but instead of like right <laughs> and it's super cute also um they have like their music videos and then they have like performance videos which is the music video just focused on their dancing yes which is amazing awesome. and and the thing about people who who look down on k-pop dancing because it's choreographed this is something that you have to bring up whenever you talk about k-pop the dances are choreographed whatever but the thing is bro like people are like oh it's easy to dance choreographed i'm like it's not easy to dance choreographed like you mean it like it's not easy to dance choreograph like your souls in it. Like these these dudes and women crush it. Like in a way where you're just like you understand what they're saying through the dancing and they're not speaking language you understand, but you can feel it through their movements and you're just like it like people are like, Oh, you can't if it's choreographed, it's not good. I'm like, what do you expect them to do? Freestyle a whole freaking song? Like with with seven people, with seven people, and for it to look good, but that's part of the connection I'm talking about. That's part of the content I'm talking about. Like there's dances that come out with these songs that people enjoy being able to do with the stars. Like if they're doing it on stage and you're in the well, I'm rip. But if you're doing it on stage and you're in the in the crowd, and they're doing the dance, if you know the dance, you dance with them, and like again. Right. That's a level you don't necessarily get at, on the, in the Western part of the world. You don't get that same. You get the stanky Not since leg. boy bands. <laughs> not, not since boy bands. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, I've never had an experience before where I love every single member of a group. Like, also, uh, oh, yeah. I would have to say, 
I say I'm going to talk about BTS again. <laughs> I love Yeah, it. go for it. You prepped her for it. She's just like, I don't think it's going to be that much. I described my love for BTS to Sebastian as a kaleidoscope of love tornadoes. That is a literal quote <laughs> verbatim. That is a great quote. I fall in love all over with each member of that group. The more I learn about, you know, Suga's stoic personality or like J-Hope's positivity, but the magic and you actually are the person that told me this and now i've seen it more and more but the magic of that group is them working together and being uniquely different people but working towards a common goal yeah i think that that's something that's also very prevalent in k-pop and so important um at least compared to american culture uh, because that's all I can compare yeah. it to. That's right. all we've experienced, people. I'm sorry we're not worthy. Yeah, yet. sorry. Uh, working on it. Working on but it. But in K-pop, the groups, the the people have very distinct roles and personalities. Whereas kind of in America, like, or even in European. So even things like One Direction. Mm-hmm. Like, who are those boys? They're all the same person. I'm sure right? there are some people who know, like, but I don't know. I have no idea. I know. But I mean, all. as an image, I wouldn't even be able to distinguish right. who likes what. Right. Like, Me neither. But I mean, that's also could be because I am ignorant of that group. Yes. The more the more we're talking about it, the more I'm just like, uh, yeah, I was a hater. Okay. I like One Direction when they came out I was probably entering my like metal phase of my teenage years mm, so when someone uh, was like oh One Direction I was like <laughs> like what a boy group out of the UK and then I heard a song and they weren't wearing shirts and they were on a beach and I was just like oh, oh god yeah now- I never had like a visceral <laughs> negative reaction like you <laughs> but that's because like to be honest I just didn't get into them right. like I was just like like maybe I was too busy listening to like A7X but then also like sometimes I would pop on random you know Britney Spears and be like yeah this is my jam today like it was I was random with my music always, but K-pop is the first time that I really like kind of oh, grabbed man. into something and was just like, this is it. This, this is, is where it. I belong. That's is, interesting. Yeah, I'm home. Yeah. Right. For me. Yeah, I'm home. Sorry. I was just yeah, going to say ahead. it's interesting because for me, K-pop is the first time that I've started to explore like on my own and go to the like... <laughs> The K-pop channel on Spotify and just let it play. It's just because we made fun music. of you for only listening to BTS. Yes, that wasn't on your own volition. This is proof of why you two are elevating me as a person always. Because you guys are like, you don't like K-pop, you just like BTS, and I was like, they're right. I'm gonna prove you wrong. Right. Watch me listen to TXT now. Right. Blackpink. I'm so diverse. (laughs) Yeah, but honestly, that's why having a group with like different layers of K-pop in it is amazing. Because honestly, I would never, I would never have even really given BTS the time of day if Danny hadn't fallen in love with them. And then like- Honestly, yeah, I took a deep dive into TXT because Danny liked them. 
Like yes. straight up, I was like, these boys are amazing. And now I love them. Now no. I love them. So, and so like I knew who they were, but I couldn't yeah, I couldn't even like tell you like there yet. Yeah. yeah, now I'm in it. <laughs> I guess that is part of the fun is like sharing your groups because Sebastian introduced us to Ace. Remember that? That was a magic moment in our lives. It was because those guys are amazing at dancing. At and everything. I, yeah. Amazing at everything. Stan. Oh, Sasha's voice is gone. Oh. A few moments later. My my love of Ace is even deeper now because now I'm seeing uh multiple like uh June and Chan are getting into like filming. Yes. Doing right. They're in Zombie Detective, by the way. Hilarious. What? Dude, this is the great part about K-pop. What? My boys. What? My boys? Yeah. They're going to apply. I've, seen them, I've actually seen them in multiple things, like as random. I've seen Chan in more than I've seen June, but usually they're together. Right. Hey. Which is, I mean, I don't know. Why their hard work ethic and like effort to anything they do. So to hear about them doing filming or being on a TV show that we already love, like, that's amazing. They are good at Stan Ace. If you like, Stan if you, Ace. If, if you, you made you it this far, you must like K-pop at least a little bit. So right. Stan Ace. If you don't Do know, it. now you know. Go, go, Stan Ace. But it is, it is kind of like that, that very cool thing. It's like collecting cards again. I don't, I don't know if y'all remember. I might be mm -hmm. the only millennial. Oh. But like Pokemon. Hey. Where, hey, you know what I meant. You know what I meant. Like. Like Pokemon, like back in the day when you would have like the newest card and you wanted to show your friend the newest card and you knew that they would get that like love out of it. K-pop's to that next level because showing someone a group you like is like, here's your next six days are just ruined. Like this is all you're gonna do for the next six days. You're right. <laughs> and you you're know right. they're gonna get that love and joy out of it. That's. We've been talking about how much we love K-pop. I think if people don't get it at this point, <laughs> we love K-pop. You got some problems. You know, we how, love it. You know how I know that I love K-pop is because I don't care if the person that I show hates it. <laughs> That's also Me true. Too, that is true. And like, even after I make my case, so I will talk about K-pop all the time. All the time. All the time. All of my friends know that I love K-pop. All of them. Same. They're like, okay, okay, this is you. I got you. I hear you. And they're just like, I don't understand it. And I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. You don't need to. I just need to like it. I need to play the song right now or it's never getting out End of, of story. Like, honestly, I'm so, <laughs> like, it's not even, do I wish I was Korean? No. But am I happy that I can experience Korean things? absolutely i we completely absolutely. agree with you although i i will say i am definitely guilty of sometimes being like i mean i wouldn't be mad if i woke up and looked like that I'm just, <laughs> god dang the women are beautiful the men are beautiful what is going on what is going on but i mean Everyone's that happens fashionable. everywhere that's there are if you i mean i live in la i hey. when i walk around there's beautiful people of every kind this. i've been there every kind <laughs> but this is actually a good segue into this topic because this is a big hot topic i'm a lot because i'm a male and i'm not i'm very uh manly looking uh what do you call this 
traditionally, traditionally masculine butch like masculine traditionally yeah. masculine yeah, right. yeah. yeah you've got and, some masculine energy physically right. you're very masculine because right. you got them shoulders and a lot of people when i talk about k-pop or when i talk about what i like about k-pop or whatever a lot of people don't necessarily get me when i'm like appreciating that king energy or that queen energy from a k-pop idol I'm not saying I'm sexually attracted to that idol. A lot of people in America have oh. a hard time understanding this because of how sex is like in the culture of music. It's here. ingrained in everything. It really here. is. But for like We're you a sexual kind of culture, someone, you can look at someone like V and who like comes out and he always has that energy of just like very attractive person. And he's not trying to be like, if you know V from his content, he's very no, he's just a beautiful person. Right, he's a very flawlessly handsome person. And I can appreciate the hell out of that. I, he'll walk out. I'll be the first one in the room like, like my dad is <laughs> man. And my dad was like, his skin is unbelievably clear. Like why? And his, that's a huge part his, of Face culture. is flawless. What do you? Literally, everything. Marble. He is flawless. And people who hear me kind of talking about that always kind of give me that same reaction. Like, are you, I mean, are you? Like, what are you doing, man? You're judging these. They look like girls, and I'm just like, see, now that's just the ignorance of the culture, right? Because that is in America, it's really hard because American culture is so ingrained across the world. It's a very widespread culture. It's touched a lot of stuff. We tend to forget that other cultures are going to have a very specific way of doing things that are going to have a different way of doing things. And men wearing makeup is one of the biggest reasons most people here won't give K-pop a chance that I've heard. Yeah. Minus the I actually hear that a lot. I hear that a lot too. And I'm like, listen, if ladies can wear makeup, men can also wear makeup because if you if, pull if, it if, off, if, if you want, yeah, if everyone wants it. to look good, like if you look good, you then should do it. <laughs> like, like why, like, like when people are like, oh, they wear makeup, they look like girls. I literally just point the screen. I'm like, but they look like that. Like, who gives? But a they're shit? beautiful. They look amazing. They're, they're and, and it's not even always just about the classic beauty standard. Sometimes it's just about the like knowing that uh, Park Jimin or uh, from BTS is. Uh, shy and like really like you know sensitive in in real life and then seeing him on stage with that big king energy and just killing it looking fabulous like it adds to that wearing earrings having purple hair having lips i'm not gonna lie throat, so, okay killing my the game yes yes my first experience with jimin and that energy totally happened in blood sweat and tears oh yeah with that with that the shoulder off oh, and then yeah, back on it and i was like Woo! i was like uh, not that like he was always he was always amazing like all the love but just like with i don't i couldn't even contain myself no, during that video. i've never I was just seen like, that before in my life where someone does like a dance move throws their jacket off their shoulder throws it back on with like all the fierceness of like like I've never oh, seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen that level of fears come yeah. off a man. First of all, wearing makeup and, and with like the most feminine kind of like like aesthetic energy, just like aesthetic. Like he's mm. very feminine and then graceful and then fierce and just. But I loved sexy. it. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Because I loved he's it. Also, a very masculine person. You get to find that out as you dig deeper into Daddy Jimin. Yeah. If you don't know, you'll learn. 
He will. Jimmy's daddy. Yes. <laughs> See, this is what makes people uncomfortable. Why can't I just say this? This is the truth, though. This is the truth. Because they You're don't know wrong. that what you mean is him scolding his other members. Like, we need to share our food. We can't just keep it hoarded. And then he steals the freaking... Oh, didn't V steal something from it? That was like the, there was a big blow up in BTS, and it was because oh. V wanted to eat his food before practice, and then Jimin said we should wait till all the members are here so we could share the food. And then V ate them all. <laughs> and it was like the biggest blow up. Oh! But like, dude, this is honestly when I try and talk to people about why I even embarked on the journey of K-pop. It reignited, like, music for me. Like, it just, the passion and the energy and the content and the variety. It gets excited. Right. Like, even, like, it when you consider excited. the big three, which was, like, a new concept to me coming into this, right? When they're, like, the big three, the big three. I'm like, who? Which right. is now, realistically, the big five. But uh, anyone who doesn't know that still has no idea. Right. So when I came into this, there's three main companies that produce a lot of the K-pop that is uh, heard around the world. Most of the popular groups are from these companies. And in Korea, there's actually like a castial hierarchy when it comes to what group you belong or what company you belong to. So you get introduced to this world. We have these three main companies and each of them produces Diff drastically different sounding K-pop. And then you kind of go beyond that and you have all these artists that are on the fringe of K-pop who like want to change fundamentally how K-pop sounds or want to make it more Western or want to make it less Western or like there's this variety cap and because they release so constantly, you are never bored. Like K-pop right. will never be bored. Like right. There is always something. There's always something. There's, There's always, always something. something. Like, always something. There was a point where I was kind of, uh, uh, girl groups weren't my favorite. And we'll talk about this more next episode, so stay tuned. But girl groups weren't my favorite specifically because in America, to see the egyo or, or the cutesiness of, like, what they're doing, they're acting very childlike, right, in, in American culture. So then to see girls you find traditionally attractive acting childlike in the beginning for me was kind of hard at first to accept got you a little cringy you right. were like i feel some kind of way and i feel weird about the way that i feel <laughs> right <laughs> but then <laughs> so recently uh obviously i've amended this and blah blah stay tuned uh i recently was just like yeah i feel like i've heard like the girl groups that i i like the most like i, I feel like there's it'd be really hard to surprise me and then clc dropped a new song which you know if you don't know clc they, they release music rarely. There's a lot of complications and whatnot. But they dropped a song, and I was just like, who the hell is this? Like, it's all I love always. CLC. Like, you what? think you've hit that limit, something will come by and shatter it. You introduced me to that song that they released, and I also was like, oh, my God. From a visual standpoint, because the music video was amazing, and from a music standpoint, because that stuff is catchy. Right. It's playing in my head right now. There's always something. And even if you don't like necessarily K-pop, Korea is this just, like, wealth of talent, man. You have, like, lounge singers who would just, like, blow your mind with how emotional and, like, deep they get with their songs. And then you have 
freaking rappers, underground. The underground rap scene in Korea is probably seconded to none in the Eastern Asia. And I am a heavy, heavy fan of Japanese underground rap scene. I am a heavy fan of that. And then you go to Korea and just the level of talent that like per person is just crazy. I wouldn't even know about J-Rap or K-Rap without you, which has been kind of fun because uh, like you said, sh like sharing different groups uh, is is unique because we all have different tastes. We all have things that we're drawn to. And for me personally, like hard music or like music with an edge to it is something that I really enjoy, but I'm never super drawn to. So that was huge for me as well because I never would have gotten into J-Rap. As a whole, like, yes, uh, we mostly talk about K-pop here, but, you know, we're gonna kind of roll in hip-hop and, like, R&B yes. fr from a Korean perspective into this because you have to. Like, yes. I can't go without Lehigh. Like, and she is soul for days. For days. <laughs> for days. We were actually just talking you know? about uh, the rebranded Jamie who used to be a uh, Pac yeah. from JYP. Yeah. Jamie, like, I, she just did a podcast as uh, filming this with Eric Nam. Dude, you should watch it. It is, she is an amazing human being. I don't know if you guys know about Jamie, but she's an amazing human being. Formerly known as Park Jimin, <laughs> female version. I know a little bit about her from you, literally. I've heard songs from her from you just being in your like playlist, being like, oh my God, this girl's vocal is amazing. And then every time I would hear her music, I would be excited about it. But then also hearing about like what a confident woman she is and how hard she stands up for her music so that she can Yo. put out stuff that she wants to put out is impressive. Mm. Love I'm just saying, the first time I ever heard her sing was with Young Jay from Got7. Mm -hmm. They have a duet, and it is beautiful. Oh, yeah. It is beautiful. You should definitely listen to it. Hell it yes. is because the both of them can just sing their ass off. Wow. <laughs> Right, and, and I think like, uh, K-pop, that's another win for K-pop, because we're coming to the end of this video, but literally this whole video, we were going to talk about, like, the journey, but and what we ended up talking about, <laughs> which I think is actually almost better, is why people don't like K-pop and why they are dumb. <laughs> like, 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 literally. You're right. <laughs> but to kind of cap it, when I talk about content, like, one of the things that I think k-pop does really well compared to other parts of the world is features like obviously they could do better i think some intercompany featuring i think inter intermixing would is necessary that would but... be great but when it comes to the artists within a company i do i really appreciate the subunits that kind of go on like when we talk about uh groups like big bang you have to mention uh gd and Yang. And, and CL and freaking GD and CL GD and top like like obviously GD is <laughs> vital for this <laughs> but at the same time like that that separation from like the bigger idea of Big Bang and giving you this little taste of G Dragon that you wouldn't necessarily get with big the whole of Big Bang I think K-pop does this better than almost anywhere else maybe like 
the rap scene in like the early 2000s, late 90s was kind of like this because everyone was featuring on everyone's. But you're not, right. Not anymore. Like you don't get the the colossal freaking you team get to ups see anymore. a whole new light. That's the thing. Like GD with Tae Yang is totally different than GD with Top and GD with CL. You get to see this person that you've grown accustomed to be somebody else completely. And I don't think you get that necessarily you obviously should, it's we not could be wrong it's not popular yet but it should be yes it should. i mean yeah you're right i think that when people feature uh from an american standpoint they're usually still on brand with yes. kind of what they already do like when Nicki minaj entered you know bts's world she was still just Nicki, Nicki minaj, minaj. Right. Yeah. On on a BTS album when <laughs> Selena Gomez joined with Blackpink, still but, Selena Gomez like just for me when a when a feature doesn't add anything to the song, it just it, why wouldn't why would it be there? And the thing I love about K-pop is that they give you both versions. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. To be honest, I have both versions on my Spotify <laughs> and whatever comes up is what you listen and to. when I shuffle is right. what I listen to. And I like them for different reasons. Yeah. Like I don't I'm not hating on Nicki Minaj. Uh and her part is catchy. But the song is just fine without her. Right. Also. Yes, I agree. And I feel like in some American songs, like the features sometimes are like the whole song. Like uh a popular example, uh freaking the that rihanna and drake song that played for like an entire year without stopping take care take care so it, it was that drake me. featuring rihanna i think it was drake featuring rihanna that song yeah. like without rihanna that song is unrecognizable like that's not that's not maybe drake right. could have like, if you let me like maybe but it wouldn't have been as good like that is a good feature that is a feature Two artists are featuring each other in a song. They made a song together. But when you just that's like, a duet, right? Well, I, okay, yes, but that's, that's what a, I want from right. a feature. I don't right. want, yeah, BTS featuring Nicki Minaj, and then I listen to the song, and they just cleared out some of Jungkook's vocals to let Nicki Minaj rap. For me, it was just like, nah, like right. no, I'm okay. Let's go bring back Tungook's vocals, and we're, I don't even remember what part they removed. But like, that's how I feel. Like they didn't remove a part. Really, they, they removed the instrumental. Well, yeah. if you want to talk about that, oh, is that the dance break? The part where yeah. It's like, boop, boop, and they, oh, so they just yeah. put Nicki Minaj in that part. Okay, yeah, it's not as bad. They didn't get rid of any vocals. I think people would have been really upset if they did that. <laughs> I'm trying. Correct to me in the comments if I if I'm wrong, but. <laughs> No, that sounds that sounds right because there is a lot of space in that in that part, but I just I have no idea because I don't. Uh, again, it's I just used... like a clip on the end. But to be honest, like a lot of BTS's songs with um, features, like the one like uh, "Boy Boy with Love," yes, with Halsey, yes. To be honest, if you watch a live version of that. She's it's fine for nope. most of them. It's fine. <laughs> now, now flip it. There are songs that BTS is featured on that they completely change the song, like Savage Love. You know that song? Yeah. Mm. They're not the main people, but without them, that song would not be as good. Yes. Right. I actually, I this is just, this might devalidate me a little bit, but I've never heard a version of that song that didn't have BTS in it. 
Neither have I. I don't know. To be honest. Right. (laughs) Neither. But when people feature on K-pop songs, a lot of it's for clout, right? Right now, yeah. The reason why Halsey's feature was kind of so uh, heartwarming, even though it was kind of useless to the song technically, was because, A, this was like, BTS was big, but they weren't like, Boy with Love, that whole album blew them the fuck up, right? So Halsey was making like a... I mean, I was already listening to them, so they were already big to me, so I'm not... Okay, but they weren't even on my radar. In America, radar. they blew up. That's right. when they started going. On they were already. They've been in America since Fake Love. Probably, yeah. Fake <laughs> Love, Fallon, no. not on the Tonight Show. No, with James Corden. Fake Love, believe me. Fake Love is the thing that brought them to America and made them blow up. I was there. But Boy I with remember. Love was the one I heard in the mall. Like Boy with Lo- Boy with right. Love was the one I heard, like actually be integrated into american kind of music that's when they became american mainstream and i think halsey being on it had something to do with that because of how wholesome it was she was literally like friends with these kids so you have all these freaking halsey fans who are like the hell is halsey doing with a korean group and then they look youtube like why halsey did boy with love and then it takes them to halsey being like i love those boys like, that collaboration started out as a business move and ended up being, like, family. Like, I loved it. Yeah. And I was just like, like now they're friends. oh, my God, now I got to go back and listen to this song again with this new frame of mind, with this new, like, love to it. And I'm like, oh, I love Halsey being in this, even though she technically didn't have to. Her part did add something to the song. Whereas That's true. Not every feature like can, can do that. Yeah, but I mean, like, they also had features with, like, Charlie XCX, yep, and stuff so like good. that. Dream oh, World, I, that's I, what it was. BTS turned me on to Love. I don't know how to say L A U V. They turned me oh. on to him because and Max, both of them. Oh, Max is great. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea who the hell they were, and then I was like, wait, B- they featured BTS. Wow, this is who awesome. So oh. you're like, wait, they're good too. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk good collabs with BTS, Steve Aoki. Well, we all know who Steve Aoki was before. Everyone knew that, but But also... Yes. 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 And if you listen to the version without Steve Aoki... It's very different. Steve Aoki killed it. Yes. Sorry. Like, I like Mic Drop without him, but it's so much better with him it's I so agree. much it be better controversial with maybe but i'm with you sasha <laughs> yeah this might be might be a hot take for some people i don't know welcome to the podcast yeah. deal with but it but yeah mic drop with steve aoki is better yeah but- wasted on me with steve aoki is also really good oh my god that's a great bts is that, that's a newer one right i don't I know so. i should uh, know but i don't ace just did a steve aoki remix of, I saw uh, Goblin or Favorite Boys. I saw. Yeah, yeah, it's epic. Ace is killing it. Ace I'm just gonna say, it. as a side note, I watched Ace a few days ago, like doing like a thing on YouTube with Cosmo where they did TikTok dances. Oh and yeah, and they killed it. Yes. They're so cute. They're so, I love them. They're adorable. I also love watching uh, BK uh, speak english in his like super he's like super enthusiastic style like today we're learning this dance and i'm just like yes 
Yes, we are. Oh, that. And guy. I'm kind of glad he went back to BK. Yes, because that's too. easier to say. Although Jason stuck with me for a little while, just because it was easier to say than Bikun. 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 And then uh, eventually, then he started going by BK, and I was like, okay, that's that's better. Yeah. But yeah. I'm glad he went to BK. BK also. So then it like got even more confusing, but I learned how to say Baekhyun's name because I am a stan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For um, of which group? Oh, uh, of uh, which one? Technically both of them. Both but the of one them? who gets the actual name pronunciation is EXO. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I love BK. Uh, don't get me wrong. Ace, stan Ace, but Baekhyun, bruh. That's my boy. That's your, my homie. Your love of him is contagious. <laughs> I can't like, that's my homie. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and honestly, this would be a good spot to end. Are you guys down with ending? Yeah. And I think that today did not go as planned, obviously, but. But honestly, it was a, I thought it was good. It was good. I couldn't think of a better way to introduce you guys, the podcast universe, to us as a group. And this is, this is us. If you liked what you saw, please stick around. We have plenty of stuff coming. We have a YouTube channel, Buyo Pro, B-U-Y-E-O-P-R-O on YouTube. We do all kinds of crazy segments on there. We do more K-pop stuff. If you want to get in on the voting for our very first debate brigade in which we debated what is the best debut boy group of 2020. If you want to get your vote in, head on over to YouTube and watch those videos. Give your vote in. We have Treasure versus MCND versus TOO. If you don't know, now you know. Oh, you better get over there. You watch better that. get over. Ooh, you better get over. Ooh. All right, guys. Anyang. Bye. Bye. Bye.